Hello, music teacher friends. Welcome to, oh yeah, episode 100 of the Beyond Measure podcast. Look, I am a numbers girl. I love milestones surrounding numbers. It's like this. I have been known to drive around in circles somewhere safe just to watch the odometer in my car roll over onto a big number, like 55555. (laughs) So don't be surprised by the fact that I am celebrating today. Welcome friends from all over the world. And I guess because I haven't actually said it yet, my name is Christina Whitlock, and I am honored to remain your anytime piano teacher friend now for 100 episodes and counting. Now, let's party! First up, a little greeting from a few of my friends. I asked for voicemails to feature on today's podcast for the last few weeks, and wow, did you guys deliver. Stay tuned to see if you hear any familiar voices. Congratulations to my friend Christina on her 100th episode of the Beyond Measure podcast. This is my absolute favorite podcast, and I hope it continues for a long time. When I first heard Christina refer to herself as our anytime piano teacher friend, I thought, well, that's clever. That's catchy. And it only took me another episode or two to understand that she genuinely means it. Her ideas, encouragement, and humility are amazing and help me to carry on with my teaching that is very rewarding but not always easy. She inspires me to be a more thoughtful teacher and a better person. Thank you, Christina. Hey, Christina. Congratulations on getting 100 episodes of your podcast. Um, I just want to tell you that I love your podcast. You're so uplifting, um, and you serve this community um, tremendously with your wise words and counsel and friendship. Thanks a lot. Hey, Christina. It's Tim from Top Music here. Congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. What a milestone. I am so delighted that you've been able to be on my podcast as well, and it's just wonderful the types of content that you put out. It's so different and warm and friendly and so supportive of teachers around the world. Uh, Thank you for all that you do for the teaching community, and I look forward to 100 more. See ya. So even though we're celebrating this podcast today, it's really important to me that you do not think that this is just about me today. So Here is the big takeaway from today's show. Are you ready? We're just getting it out there from the (laughs) get-go. Back in October of 2020, I launched a podcast. You will never believe how scared I was to do that. I know it probably feels like I'm very comfortable with attention, but I am really not, I promise. (laughs) But I knew that I needed to try this show. And I just kept showing up. Week after week, I wrote and recorded an episode. I've only taken a handful of weeks off in the two years now. But now look, because I contributed to this project week after week, 
I now have a pretty significant body of work to show for it. Writing this podcast has provided me with the opportunity to really sharpen my vision of what teaching is and what it's not, and my teaching philosophies, at least what they are for the time being, because goodness knows they'll probably evolve over time, well, they're preserved here on the interwebs for anyone to find, presumably forever. And I think that is so cool and also a little strange. (laughs) I have learned so much about my own perspectives and strengths and weaknesses. So, do you remember a few weeks ago when we were talking about paying attention to your own unique desires and your own individual callings? I just want to say again, I hope that you will show up for those. Not the things you feel obligated to do, not the things you feel like you should do, but the thing that you want to do. Those other things might also be important, although maybe less so than you realize, but I am here today on this podcast as evidence of what showing up for your own dream can do. Hey, Christina, it's Sarah in Michigan. I love listening to your episodes every week. I really do feel like we know each other because you're so personable, and I appreciate that you talk about the hard topics that can be involved with piano teaching. You really helped me walk through downsizing my studio. And I also love how you gave your studio a focus for the year that inspired me to do the same. My focus is flow and moving with flow in every lesson. And it's been great to learn from you and to hear how you're doing each week. Thanks for always sharing just your real personable, honest self on your podcast and congratulations. Hi, Christina. I just want to thank you for being my anytime piano teacher friend and to let you know how much I appreciate your realistic, personable spirit each week. I get so much out of your podcast. It is one that I make sure to never miss because every topic you have is always relatable to where I'm either currently at as a teacher where I've been, or where I hope to be. So thank you for encouraging me each week. Thank you for inspiring me and for reminding me to just keep the proper things in perspective. Your podcast has meant more to me and helped me to feel more comfortable in my own skin than I can probably ever express to you. Thanks so much. Congratulations to you, my dear friend, Christina. You are a total rock star. The amount of wisdom you have brought to the piano teaching community in these past two years is of such high quality and value. You have a wonderful ability to speak clearly and encouragingly as if you're like our own personal counselor whispering into our ears each week. I never miss one and look forward to many more episodes to come. How incredibly kind are my friends, you guys? (laughs) I hope you are enjoying hearing these takeaways like I do. When I started this podcast, I could probably count on one hand the number of teachers that I thought would listen to this show. Truly, I had no, quote, following to speak of yet. This audience built itself quickly and steadily, and that is a blessing I will never take for granted. 
I would like to think that I believed in it enough to let it build slowly, but I am really grateful that I didn't have to. And that is all you, friends. When I started the Beyond Measure podcast, I had a few non-negotiables. First, and probably most importantly, I did not want this to be a show where I pretended to be the expert on anything. (laughs) It's not like, hey, I have all the answers for you. (laughs) There is just way too much pressure on that, first of all. And, I mean, it's just not true. None of us have all the answers to anything. Rather, I wanted this to be a space where I said, look, I've been at this thing a long time. (laughs) I've seen a lot of the things you've seen. I've done a lot of things that you've done. Let's think about all of this together. So that was the main vision. I also knew that I needed it to feel conversational. (laughs) This was hugely important to me, just as it is when I give a presentation to any group of music teachers. Lastly, I knew I wanted these episodes to be under 20 minutes. (laughs) Actually, I originally planned on 15 minutes. I just can't seem to get there most of the time. (laughs) I am a big believer in doing the work that it takes to whittle your ideas down into the fewest words possible. This is not natural for me by any means. (laughs) I love myself some words. (laughs) But it is an important aspect of communication that we all need to keep in mind in certain scenarios. There's a quote attributed to Mark Twain that says, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long one. (laughs) And that is so true, at least in my experience it is. So I thought it might be fun to take this celebratory opportunity to answer some of my most frequently asked questions. Does that sound like a good time to you? (laughs) Here we go. Hands down, the number one question I get asked all the time is, am I out of ideas yet? (laughs) And the answer, friends, is no, not even close. The short version of the story goes, maybe you've heard this, that I had been hosting pretend episodes of this podcast in my head for over two years. Eventually, I started writing down ideas for episode topics, and I quickly realized that I had a list of 89 topics drafted. 89! I went back and checked. (laughs) So that was definitely a pivotal moment for me on this journey because it allowed me to eliminate that question of, am I even going to have enough to talk about if I do this thing? (laughs) Having enough to talk about, apparently never a concern here. (laughs) Well, now that I am 100 episodes in, I can report that, to date, I've actually only used about a third of those original topics. New ideas enter my head almost every day. Seriously. (laughs) I have a note in my phone titled Episode Ideas, and I add to that multiple times each week. Now, in fairness, despite this lengthy list of topics, I do still struggle at times to find something that I really want to talk about each week. There are times when that 
seems like a tougher decision than it probably should be. In fact, last week was one of those weeks. I had a weirdly hard time trying to decide what to record for episode 99. But several of you wrote me last week and told me it's now one of your favorite all-time episodes. So sometimes it pays just to let the right idea bubble up to the surface. Anyway, that's the long answer. The short answer to the original question of have I run out of ideas yet is no. The second most frequently asked question I get um, is this. Am I going to start hosting interviews on this show? Well, the answer is probably not yet. (laughs) As you likely know, I am a solo cast over here. I have done all 100 episodes myself. It's kind of strange, right? Like, that here I am hosting a show with a premise about being friends, and yet I'm always by myself? (laughs) Well, there are a few reasons I keep it solo. For one, I'm just really scared of the technical end of things when I have to start worrying about other people's audio mixes. And I know, I know, enough of you have advised me that it's more simple than I make it out to be and I shouldn't be afraid of it. I get it. But still, it just feels like more tech work that I don't want to do. And also, let's just say this. I don't even know if I'm a good interviewer. (laughs) Some podcast hosts are great interviewers. However, sometimes you come across a podcast with someone who has lots of great things to say themselves but they just don't necessarily know how to guide a conversation in a way that makes it really engaging to listen to. It's a pet peeve of mine, and I don't want to pretend that I know I'm going to produce a good interview until I give it a few more tries, which I'm sure is going to happen someday. Obviously, it makes a lot more sense from a content production standpoint because I won't have to come up with every single idea myself. But just know that it's not on the production calendar just yet. All right, next question. Listeners often ask me, what are my most downloaded episodes? Okay, so this is really fun because, like I said earlier, I am a numbers girl, and I love every episode I've recorded pretty much without exception, so I find it really fun in sort of a nerdy way to watch my epos- my episodes kind of like jockey back and forth for the top downloaded spots. So I spend more time than I probably should admit checking my download numbers throughout the week um, because it's just kind of fun for me to watch them change. Anyway, <laughs> so based solely on number of downloads, let's give a quick rundown of the top five episodes of the Beyond Measure podcast, shall we? <laughs> In true countdown fashion, we'll start at number five and count down to number one. The number five most downloaded episode of this podcast is my zero energy list. This one makes me so happy to see it on this countdown because it is such a game changer. That episode contains a list of the three things that I do not spend energy on, and I am so much better for it. Number four on the most downloaded list goes to navigating a lesson when your student hasn't practiced. (laughs) No big surprise here, probably. I mean, we all want the answers to that question, don't we? (laughs) Check it out if you need a few more ideas.
Number three on the most downloaded episode list is, aw, guys, it's episode number one. Cheers to teachers. (laughs) You may or may not know this, but in podcast land, your first episode is often your most downloaded. I liken this to the fact that people often head to episode number one if they're going to like sample your work before they start jumping around to other topics. And of course, I'm sure I had a lot of family members and friends check it out just because they were curious. Anyway, episode number one was the most downloaded episode of this podcast for a really long time. And I threw myself a silent little party when other episodes started overtaking it. (laughs) I don't know why, it just felt like a cool milestone. Which brings us to number two on the list of most downloaded episodes. Cheers to my practice manifesto. (laughs) This one also brings a huge smile to to my face because I worked so hard on that episode, guys. (laughs) I hope it helped you come to a healthy perspective on the fact that we sometimes limit ourselves based on expectations that we have come to assume of what our students should and should not be doing in their at-home practice time. And now, drum roll please, (laughs) the current top downloaded episode of the Beyond Measure podcast is, do you have any guesses? (laughs) Well, it's the first uh, installment of my Preparing Students for Performance series. It is very clear that you guys want to learn more about preparing your students for performance. In fact, if you recall, I did this three-episode series on that topic, and the other two episodes are in the top 10 downloads for this podcast. So it's clear, again, that you really want to know more about this. And since that's the case, I just want to throw a quick shout out to my friend, Jana Williamson, who is one of my very favorite Instagram friends turned real life friends. Well, last week, Jana began a trial run of a live group training on preparing your students for performance. She told me she's open to a couple more students joining her this week. So if you're interested, be sure to check that out. And if not this round, please make sure you join her email list so you can stay updated on future rounds of that course. I've spoken my piece about the topic here on the podcast. Now go learn from Jana because I trust her implicitly. I promise you she's not paying me to say this or anything. (laughs) I'm just volunteering the info since it is clearly a subject that you want to know more about. Oh, and speaking of Jana, here's what she had to say about 100 episodes of the Beyond Measure podcast, along with a few more kind friends. Hello, this is Jana Williamson, and I am so thankful for the Beyond Measure podcast. I have been inspired and convicted and just made to think more deeply about my own piano teaching through this podcast. But more importantly, I have made a really good friend. I'm so thankful for Christina and her podcast. 
Hey, Christina, this is Anna Haugen from St. Paul, Minnesota. I have been listening to your podcast since probably the first episode. And how can there have already been 100 episodes? I continue to learn and grow from you every week. You have such a wealth of knowledge and experience. A few of the changes that I've made in my own teaching because of you have been starting to write student evaluations and also taking a huge step in raising my tuition rates in 2022. Thank you so much, Christina, for being one of my biggest cheerleaders. We all say cheers to you on 100 episodes. That is beyond measure. Christina, 100 episodes is such an awesome milestone to hit, and I'm so excited for you, and I'm excited for me to hear that episode, because every one of your podcasts, um, I usually listen to them while I'm walking, and I always wish that I had a pencil to take notes, um, so I, my mind is just kind of boggled, wondering what you're going to come up with next week. I, I'll just have to wait. Thanks. Are they not the actual sweetest? <laughs> I promise you, I couldn't even listen to these voicemails as they were rolling in because I just have such a weird aversion to hearing people compliment me. <laughs> but when I finally like summoned the whatever I needed to summon to listen to these things, I was just like, I don't know. I'm just so grateful, guys. <laughs> I'm so happy that you see purpose in what I do. So how about another frequently asked question, hmm? I often get asked, what are my favorite episodes? Well, like I said early, um, earlier on, each one really is very special to me, and it is hard to pick a favorite. But if push came to shove, I think a few of my favorite topics have been cheers to the quiet ones, because oh, I do love those quiet students, as challenging as they are. <laughs> I also happen to think the episode on finishing up is pretty important and thought-provoking. My episode on celebrating the musician you are today helped me to put words to some really important views that I hold. And cheers to considering exceptions is probably one of my most often recommended episodes to other teachers because I know so many people who get themselves in terrible conundrums because they make exceptions without realizing the full impact of doing so. Now, in case you're wondering, I will provide a list to all of these episodes mentioned in the show notes. And, you know, the end of the year is coming, and I'm quite sure I will be emailing my email list with a rundown of all kinds of fun podcast statistics at some point between now and the end of the year. If you haven't joined my email list, incidentally, and you would like to do so, then there is, of course, a link to that in the show notes for this episode as well. But as always, please feel free to reach out to me if you have any trouble finding any of the links I ever mention on this podcast. It is a blanket invitation. Reach out anytime. Okay, friends, it's come to a very important point in today's episode. And that is the point where I take this opportunity to offer up a toast to this our 100th episode together. <laughs> so, for real, grab the nearest glass you can find and raise it in the air. 
<laughs> Fun fact, I do actually raise my arm when I record this portion of the podcast every single week. <laughs> and let's say cheers to one another and to 100 episodes. My best and dearest music teacher friends from all over the world, I am sincerely humbled today. I would much rather be celebrating your efforts than my own today. And in a way, I am. You have shown up here for me. You have taken the time to listen to these episodes for your own benefit. You've taken my stories and applied them in ways that work well for you. You have challenged your previous perspectives. You've championed me along the way by writing reviews and sending me messages and joining my Patreon community and sharing this show with other teachers that you know are going to benefit from it. You have been a great friend to me. So today, as we celebrate 100 episodes of the Beyond Measure podcast, I say with utmost sincerity, cheers to you, my encouraging and treasured online teacher friends. Here, here. I hope you know that I mean it when I tell you I am grateful and Get this, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to tell you about something special that I have planned. This November, that's 2022, right around the corner, I am going to host an entire week of Studio Teacher Thanksgiving. (laughs) That's right. Now, you have to bring your own food, but everything else is free. (laughs) Beginning Monday, November 7th, For those of you who sign up, you do have to opt into this. I am going to appear in your email inbox every morning in video form. You'll be able to look me right in the eyes. And during this short three to five minute video, we are going to focus on one area of gratitude in studio teacher life. Now, I want you to know These are not just stereotypical platitudes that you hear bandied around the internet all the time. I am sharing real personal stories and reflections, five minutes or less each day, that I think are going to really encourage you to find even more to be grateful for this season. To sign up for Studio Teacher Thanksgiving, simply go to christinawhitlock.com slash thanksgiving. Signing up is quick, painless, and free. (laughs) There will be some surprises scattered along the way, so you are not going to want to miss out on this. ChristinaWhitlock.com slash Thanksgiving. All right, friends. Remember, the big takeaway from today's show is show up. Take baby steps toward whatever the thing is that you want to do. I know we hear these messages all the time. At least my social media algorithms have figured out that it's the kind of content I want to hear. But what, whether your secret dream is to do something, like build something or make something or form a habit, whatever it might be, 
Or maybe your secret dream is to stop doing something. (laughs) I'll let you use your imagination on that one. I hope that this celebration of 100 episodes is just the motivation you need to get moving toward that goal. One step at a time, friends. And as you do your thing, please drop me a message and let me know what it is. You can reach me on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond Measure Podcast, or you can email me any time of day at beyondmeasurepodcast at gmail.com. All right, friends, onward and upward to many more episodes to come. Thank you for celebrating with me today. I'm going to leave you with even more words from some of my amazing podcast friends. Cheers to you. Christina, this is Emily of the Costa Mesa Piano Academy in Newport Beach, California. I have learned so much from you and the Beyond Measure podcast, but if I have to choose just one favorite piece of advice, it's when you shared in episode 68 about you and your daughter kind of giving a new voice to the hallelujah chorus with your tagline about symbiotic relationships. That really hit home for me. So I can confidently say not only did your song kind of launch me into exploring how I can interact with my studio families differently, it really allowed me to kind of delve into my interpersonal relationships as well. Kind of using that uh, symbiotic (laughs) tagline and it really hit home. So I want to thank you for that. And it's really allowed me to kind of look at these relationships in a new way. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your podcast. Hi, Christina. It's Lori Bender, your anytime piano teacher friend. I just want to say congratulations on reaching your 100th episode of your podcast. And I think you already know how much I love your podcasts. I have learned so much from them. And you know I'm one of your biggest fans. And I would love for you to put them all into a book now. So that when I'm walking and running and trying to listen to your podcast too... I'm not having to stop and write out everything you're saying on your podcast so that it ends up taking me twice as long to do my run than usual. (laughs) So it's a little bit of a selfish reason, but I am cheering you on and getting that first book published of your (laughs) Oops, Lori, I think your message got cut off, but... I just wanted to say thank you for those who shared voicemails this week and for those who tried and for those who just wanted to and didn't get around to it. I adore you guys and you're the best audience of all time. Have a great week.